Hello and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Friday, the best day of the week. <laughs> today I want to talk about truth and language learning. And I actually want to start by telling you a joke. So it's a joke about politicians. <laughs> So there is a British politician and a Brazilian politician and the Brazilian politician is visiting the house of the British politician and the British politician is showing him around his beautiful house and he takes him outside and says, hey, you see this beautiful car, this Rolls Royce? Do you know how I got the money to buy this car? And the Brazilian politician says, no, how? And he said, well, do you see that bridge over there? 5% of the construction budget, straight into my pocket. And the Brazilian politician says, oh, interesting. And then a few months later, the British politician is in Brazil, visiting the house of the Brazilian politician. And the Brazilian politician is showing him around his house. And he says, hey... Uh, do you see this beautiful car I have here, this Lamborghini? Do you know how I got the money to buy it? And the British politician says, no, how? And he says, well, do you see that bridge over there? And the British politician says, what, what, what bridge? <laughs> and, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how politics works, right? That's the very dim view that we have of politics and politicians. They seem to have a special ability to bend the truth and to lie and to somehow also convince us of lies, to make us believe that their lies are true. And today I want to talk about how they do that and what that tells us about language learning. So I want to start just by, by reading you some facts. Okay, you ready? So, the Atlantic Ocean is the largest ocean on Earth. The Minotaur is the legendary one-eyed giant in Greek mythology. Oslo is the capital of Finland. And Alexander Graham Bell is the inventor of the wireless radio. <laughs> Now, if you are a person who, who has some, you know, solid general knowledge if you if you were educated in a in in school then you probably know that all of those things i just told you are not true so for example the pacific ocean is the largest ocean the cyclops is the greek mythological creature helsinki is the capital of finland and the wireless radio was invented by marconi But here's a question. How can I convince you that those things are actually true? How can I convince you of my lies? Well, those statements that I just read to you are from some research done in 2015 called Knowledge Does Not Protect Against Illusory Truth. And this is the illusory truth effect. And 
Basically, I can convince you that something is true by simply repeating it again and again and again and again. And you'll notice that that's something that politicians do a lot. And it tells us something about how our brains work. It seems that we are more able to use information that is repeated a lot and therefore because we use it more easily it becomes kind of true it's it's a bit like you are more fluent in vocabulary that you hear repeated a lot than you are fluent in vocabulary that you hear maybe once a year and it's the same with information your brain is more fluent with information that you hear again and again and again and again repetition eventually convinces you that something is true. Now, here's a really important question for everybody in in today's society. How can you protect yourself against this effect? Well, maybe you think you can protect yourself against this illusory truth effect by knowing stuff. Well, unfortunately, this paper shows it's not true. That's the name of the paper. Knowledge does not protect against illusory truth. Knowing a lot of stuff doesn't help you. So maybe you think you can be protected by being intelligent, by, you know, knowing more things and applying critical thinking, by having high-level cognitive abilities by being more clever, or maybe by having a more advanced cognitive style. Well, I have some bad news for you. Some research published in April this year shows that the illusory truth effect is not affected by differences in cognitive ability, need for cognitive closure, or cognitive style. It doesn't matter how smart you are, you will be affected by repetition. Repetition is more powerful. Now, the suggestion made by the paper is that the only way to protect yourself against this effect is to look for alternatives, basically. And the reason that I'm telling you all of this is because of a message that I received on Instagram from another teacher. And she said, Students suffer from a major case of Stockholm Syndrome. They just love certificates. They think that what matters is what you can prove on paper. And she's absolutely right. And the reason is because of this illusory truth effect. You go into the classroom and you hear the same things again and again and again and again and you start to believe they're true. Things like exams are a good measure of your level of English. You should try to talk like a native speaker. You should try to sound like a native speaker. Workbooks are a great way to learn language. You have a level of B2. (laughs) All of these things that you hear again and again in your classroom are all lies. But so many students believe that they are true because it's the only thing that they know. And 
You can accuse me of repeating the same thing again and again and again. And the reason I do it is because I want the real truth to become the accepted truth amongst people. So let me tell you that nobody cares about your exam results. When you enter into a conversation, people don't ask you, oh, um, do you have a Cambridge First Certificate? Nobody cares. The, the, the CEFR levels, A1, A2, B2, are completely meaningless. Nobody can reduce your level of language to one of six different options. The concept is ludicrous, okay? Completely meaningless. Workbooks are not language. Grammar is not language. Memorization is not learning. Native speakers are not your objective. Nobody cares about your mistakes. Nobody wants you to be anybody else except for you. Now, try repeating those things to yourself a thousand times and see what happens. <laughs> because I want to talk about today's word of the day. And today's word of the day is actually not an English word. It's a Proto-Indo-European word, which means that it's a word that is a very, very old. And it's a word that forms the basis of almost all of the languages in Europe and, and beyond. And the word is per, P-E-R. And over time, that word changed its sound a little bit, and it became the word fear. And fear is something that unfortunately controls the lives of a lot of people learning English. They are afraid to enter into a conversation. They are afraid to use their language because they don't want to look stupid. They don't want people to laugh at them. They don't want people to make mistakes. But this word fear and the original word per, you will find in other words. You will find per in the word experiment. If you don't have fear, then you will never experiment. You will also find per in the word experience. If you don't have fear, you will never have experiences. Isn't that what you want? You want to experiment with being alive. You want to have experiences with other people, with other cultures. Please remember that language learning is something very, very, very recent in the history of humanity. We have only been studying languages for a few hundred years. And we've only been studying languages systematically in schools for an even shorter time. We have turned something very human into something that is boring and useless for most students. We have transformed 
the very thing that separates humans from animals, and we've turned it into something that students intensely dislike. So, please remember that for thousands of years, for tens of thousands of years, maybe hundreds of thousands of years, people used language as a tool for communication. The difference between humans and animals is our ability to communicate such rich and detailed information. And if you're not using language to do things, if you're not using language as a tool, if you're only studying it, then you have forgotten what it really means to be human. So this weekend, please go out there and do something with your English. I'm Christian. This is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class.